0: Welcome to the Inspiring Minds podcast, hosted by Justin Starbird and presented by the Edison Awards. Listen as Justin talks with innovators and pioneers that are changing the world around us. True modern day Thomas Edisons walking among us. Guests will answer the most difficult of questions facing startups, established brands, and folks with great ideas that are just getting started. Learn how these amazing innovators have gone from concept to commercialization and what it took to get there. Take notes as they share with Justin how they navigated through research, development, and in true Thomas Edison fashion, marketed and sold their newfound innovations. You're listening to the Inspiring Minds podcast.
1: Welcome back to Inspiring Minds. My name is Justin Starbird, and today I have a very special guest uh, with us on today's episode and, and podcast. I have uh, Frank Bonifilia, the Executive Director of the Edison Awards. Welcome, Frank.
2: Thank you, Justin. Very excited to be here today.
1: Hey, man, I'm excited to have you. Um, you know, we've had the opportunity to get to know each other over the last, oh man, uh, almost 10 years now. Uh, and, you know, have been you know, working on, on the Edison Awards, growing it in a whole number of, of different ways. This is just uh, the latest and greatest way to, uh, to grow our community. So I'm really excited to have you participate in this.
2: Yeah, and, and I'm excited to be here. And we certainly appreciate the partnership that we've built with you and, and your entire team.
1: Yeah, well, thanks man. I I uh, I I'm looking forward to today. Um, you know, we haven't had one of these discussions where we kind of talk about um, you know, the Edison Awards and and our community and how it got started and and you know, what what your role is. And so it, probably since the beginning uh when we laid out a vision almost 10 years ago. So, you know, I guess we'll we'll start it off real real easy. This is uh, you know, we're in the midst of, of some really interesting times globally. Um, we're, you know, fortunate to see a lot of the good sides of people though, when it comes to the Edison awards. Um, and I know it's always one of my favorite things, but you know, what, what is your role at the Edison awards? How do you, how do you, um, envision your, your, your role here and, and what you do? Um, well, you
2: know, there's a big history of, of the Edison Awards, but current, my current role, role today is, is really to focus on managing the overall business and helping um, our steering committee members set the, the vision for the future. Um, you know, the, the Edison Awards is one of the few global platforms that really recognizes, honors, and fosters innovation and innovators, uh, and it's really the teams that we're looking to recognize and honor. And, and we're doing this in the name of, you know, Thomas Edison, whom we see as one of the greatest innovators of all time. Um,
1: Absolutely, uh, and you know, he's certainly an inspiration and and uh, to, to the team here, but also all the participants within the Edison Awards all, you know, through the years. It's been, you know, so many times, you know, we hear about um, specific, and personal stories that that folks attribute um, their inspiration to him. Uh, So, you know, how did you get the start um, with the Edison awards or or how did the Edison awards actually begin?
2: Absolutely. So, you know, going back to your point, it, it continues to amaze me on how, you know, someone like Thomas Edison, who's been, you know, passed away over 150 years ago is still, revered is kind of the icon of, of innovation around the world. Um, and, and my start really began, um, with just understanding the power of the Edison brand. Um, uh, the Edison awards is really serves as a bridge between the greatest innovators, um, of the past and, and the innovators that are shaping the worlds that we live in today. Um, so, you know, we look at our, our parents and, and maybe the innovations that they saw, um are are, are totally different than what you know our children or what we're experiencing today i mean so much more is is focused on technology uh, and you know ai security autonomous vehicles space flight i mean we're really changing you know innovators today are really changing the what the way we see innovation Um, but but dating back to 1987 when the edison awards was started by Uh, A gentleman by the name of Cal Hodak, who was at the time the chairman of the board of of the Edison Awards for for the American Marketing Association. And he really wanted to draw um, marketing executives in agencies, meaning ad agencies, PR agencies, um, and the media together to to recognize and, and showcase some of these new consumer packaged goods. Um, that were hitting the market, that were you know changing the habits of, of consumers. Um, you know, I can give you an example of of you know some of the first year you know some of the products we recognized the first year, um, you know to kind of date myself. But um, you know, we looked at the soft contact lens by Bosch and Lom, and we looked at you know the cherry infused Seven Up, or or here's a good one, the collegiate calling card, because consumers you know, wanted to make sure that their students who went off to school had a piece of plastic that they could go to the payphone and dial some special number and, and they weren't charged for that call. Um, those were breakthroughs back then. And we look at those today compared to what we're honoring at the Edison Awards. And, and it's a bit of a chuckle, you know, I mean, we're not a calling card compared to putting someone, you know, in, in space um, or or uh, making people's lives that much secure. So um, going back to your original question, 1987, the Edison Awards were founded by uh, Cal Hodak with the American Marketing Association, um, and, and I came on board back in about 93, and uh, I learned a lot from Cal. He let me sit in on a lot of the meetings um, of the steering committee back then, and, you know, I kind of say that I got my MBA in innovation as well as in marketing, um, just from participating on multiple years of of those calls. A little background for you, Justin, in case you didn't know that.
1: (laughs) No, that's great. I mean, 1987, that that is a long way, you know, back. And it's fascinating because this year we had Bausch and Lomb participate with their latest lens as well. So that was, you know, it's actually interesting to see um, how you know, as much things change, change, uh, you know, the folks that are out there innovating, uh, you know, also stay the same. And, and that's a commitment to innovation that, that a lot of the companies have um, that participate over the years. I, I know, you know, kind of uh, one of the things that, that Cal and, and then you have done is, you know, created a sense of, of community. Uh, and, you know, the, the Edison awards are, are one where, when folks do reach a milestone and, you know, feel as though they've had a breakthrough, that's when they they seem to participate in the Edison Awards. So let me ask you though, to follow up on that, when did the Edison Awards be, you know, kind of break off of the American uh, Marketing Association and, and become a standalone? In
2: 2005, um, myself and a group of folks went to the AMA and acquired um, the trademarks, uh, we inquired all the, the history and goodwill, um, and we believe that it should really expand, you know, keep the alumni, keep the good faith and the history of, of, you know, new products and services that were recognized by the Edison Awards and changed the world, but really look at towards the principles of innovation that Edison used and focus on some of the categories that he pioneered um, as well as look at, you know, the mainstream, the current time and see what categories, um, you know, where, where companies were really um, moving the needle in, in terms of, of new products and services uh, that are making people's lives that much better. So um, uh, the, the idea behind it, you know, is, is really exactly what you shared was the community aspect of it. How do we create a platform that recognizes uh, the work of, of innovation teams back in the 80s, but are also recognizing the innovation teams of, of today and, and you know, continuing to feed their curiosity by making them you know, judges, making them um, involved in the Edison Awards as guest speakers, uh, writing articles on, on you know, what they're doing uh, in the worlds of innovation and, and, and certainly the world of education. How are they helping that next generation um, understand the power of innovation. So it, it has evolved. Um, and you know, now we are what 12 years into the relaunch or the reset of the Edison awards. And well, 2005,
1: almost 15 years. This will be 15 years. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Boy, time
1: flies. Yeah, um, it does. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, and I know I, I, uh, I came on board in, uh, 2011 and really for the first, uh, you know, first time in, for 2012. Um, so, you know, even that, uh, you know, we've we've come a long way, and just in those those short nine years. Um, so, let me ask you, what keeps you so passionate? Uh, you know, what what keeps you so passionate about innovation?
2: Um, you know, when you when you become an expert in your profession. And you continue to strive to make a product or service that much better and make consumers' lives that much more meaningful or easier. Or if you look at healthcare, um, these people who have illnesses and they're adapting to life with that illness, or if you look at you know, automobiles and the advances, you know, all these teams behind this, um, you know, they Don't have a platform that recognizes them, but they are they all have the similar DNA and that they're using a research and development laboratory and that was founded by Edison. Mm -hmm. So what makes me so passionate and what keeps the the engine burning at night with the Edison Awards is really finding those unknown products and services that are making consumers lives around the world that much better. Um, and then finding a way to shine a giant spotlight on them, um, on their team, on their product success, and in learning from their story, you know? I think there's something to be learned from all these innovation teams, but the DNA that's baked into all of the past winners and the current winners really revolves around the development of the research and development laboratory and how to use, how to collaborate with you know different disciplines in the innovation process and learn from each of them to perfect a product that you're bringing to market um you know edison once said anything that won't sell i don't want to invent it it is its sale is its proof of utility and utility is success yep. um, that is the basis of what were you know some of our criteria is around at the edison awards um You know, Edison also said, I never perfected an invention that I did not think about in terms of the service that it might give others. And that goes back to making people's lives that much better. The Edison Awards is really looking at products and services that one are going to sell because they have a market, but two are making people's lives that much better or creating, pioneering a whole new industry like Edison did that enables us to to really see the future and be the future so my passion goes you know really deep when you start to talk to these teams who have given up so much to make this product successful and get into the market and that's why we're recognizing them today
1: you know that's the, that whole um piece about the commercialization and and being able to uh, you know see the service uh, from you know, one of the innovations or inventions that was created, you know, that I feel like that's, that's always one of the pieces that's forgotten about Edison, you know, um, so many people, you know, think of him as, you know, this master inventor, or, you know, um, the, the, how he created, you know, the current, you know, thoughts on research and development, but, but people forget how passionate he was about the, the business side of it. And uh, I, I feel like, you know, going into that a little bit more, you know, through this whole Inspiring Minds podcast, you know, project that, you know, is really going to be, you know, one of the interesting things I think that we'll, we'll find with some of the winners and other guests that we have on there uh, or on, on, this, uh, on this series. So, you know, as you take a look at that, and you, you mentioned it a couple of times, you know, um, that's, you know, where some of your passion comes from as well. When you're looking at some of these uh, participants, um, past winners, and current winners, and you know, even steering committee members that are part of the community, do you see or look for any special milestones that they've reached or, or accomplishments that they've had um, as you're looking you know at these projects and, and thinking, hey, that's, that's the next you know great idea. Um, that's going to change the world. Do, do you ever like forecast that or, or see those things?
2: You know, the, the common thread I think with, with the steering committee members and, you know, the achievement award winners who we've had, you know, an A list of the top business minds in the world accept our achievement award. The common thread is, is these folks have all failed forward. They've never given up, you know, and, and this is a quality of Edison you know, they've, they've, they've taken that first step or first 10 steps and realized that, you know, hey, maybe I've taken a few steps in the wrong direction. And then they've pivoted. Um, and if, if you find the common thread, whether it be our steering committee member, and we're very unique in that we're a peer related voting body. So this isn't people's choice, your peers who are, you know, doing the grunt work in these innovation teams and are they're, they're in the garages and and they're at the R&D labs at the big corporations these are the folks that are actually reviewing voting and ultimately talking about your products and services that win the Edison award um, so that failing forward that 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 ability to know to have walked in the footsteps that our nominees are walking in currently we believe is is a really unique um attribute that that we deliver um, or we provide as as a value to to our nominees and, and and to our winners so you know we try you talked about the community we really try and keep that community um exclusive but inclusive so we're sharing a lot of feedback on these products um and we're also seeing a lot of partnerships um, come of these uh, from the winners and, and past winners um, because sometimes one and one can equal three and, and, and that's how you make your product that much better.
1: Absolutely uh, that's a, those are all you know failing forward is something that no doubt you see as uh, common threads between you know folks that that participate and especially the ones that that um, that do win and are successful. Uh, as you kind of look back at, across your, you know, your career and, and think, think about your, um, you know, some of the more exciting projects that you've seen come, come through, do you see any steps or, you know, um, I guess, you know, ways in which companies that have been successful can, can emulate um, others, right, or that want to be successful, rather, emulate others that have come before them? Do you see any, any steps that they can follow from um, research and development and design through to commercialization?
2: Great question. Um, probably do a whole podcast on, on that topic alone. Um, I, I, I'll lean on a couple of, of of points that I think, you know, we see with the smaller inventors you know the ones that are are grinding it out with you know 10 or less people in these companies even let's just say 50 people in the company what they tend to forget is that they're trying to perfect their innovation without testing the marketplace and so they get this perfect product to market but they don't know who they're selling it to and they probably don't have a marketing budget or a plan to get it into the hands of the people that really are interested in it and would pay for it um, so we often, you know, we, we often talk about the Edison Award winning seal with those winners to help shine that spotlight on those smaller, as well as some of the larger corporate innovators. But, um, you know, there's so much noise in their market that they don't they don't necessarily have the tools like the Edison Award winning seal or the story behind their product to really differentiate themselves in the industry. So, I think marketing has a big component on, um, you know, on, on some of these products and how do you get it to market, the timing of it and where, are you, you know, where are you penetrating that market? Um, you know, the other one, Justin, is, is interesting for me is, is it's kind of the arco- um, anthropological research that goes in and understanding how people are doing things today. Mm-hmm. You know? And we're kind of going through this with COVID right now where, you know, what are the symptoms? Well, we don't know. Or here's some more symptoms. So they're really going through the life of, of, you know, and this is going to happen across the world. How do we open things back up? Well, let's figure out where those touch points are that people could possibly get infected, and let's try and figure out a way that we can get back to normal by, um, you know, by by addressing some of those concerns. So I, I tend to see a lot of innovation coming out of this this crisis that we're in. Yeah, uh, and and I think that you know, going back to you know to some of the things that Edison said was you know, give me a pile of junk, and and let me work out some of these problems, and I'll create something that that can make your life that much better. Well, with COVID, we're dealing with a lot of uncertainty, um, but that's going to drive innovation and. Um, I'm pretty excited about, you know, about the future um, of the Edison Awards and, you know, the members of our community, alumni from the Edison Awards, and really, what are they going to do next?
1: Oh, man, absolutely. It does get me real excited. Even, you know, we're we're, we're finishing up announcements for winners this, you know, for 2020. And, you know, I, I catch myself already kind of eyeing 2021 and what's going to come in August and September, you know, so um, I'm with you on that for sure.
2: It's, it's, a, it's a scary, but exciting time, you know, and, and that's also where, you know, all the work that we've done, where the past innovation teams have spoken to and tried to help foster that next generation of innovators, you know, and that really falls on the other half of the Edison Awards. I mean, we're funding scholarships. You know, this year we're sending three people to Peru and one to Costa Rica to immerse themselves into these cultures so they can have a different perspective on the world that's out there and not just the world that they live in. Mm -hmm. Um, so we continue to see that education or that fostering aspect to be very important. Um, part of our mission at the Edison awards.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I guess that brings me to my, my next question. What do you consider the state of the Edison awards today?
2: Oh, um, we, you know, some people say we have an angel. Um, we, had the, uh, we had the insight that said maybe it was good for a gap year. So as, as far as the Edison Awards event this year, we made the decision as the steering committee and, and the greater board to, um, to, to hold off on having a major event in New York City this year. Um, and, and that was that was great for us. Uh, and, you know, but we still have our finalists or and our winners who are asking, we want to come back out. We want to have discussions with other innovators. We want to showcase our Our new products and services. So what is the future, you know, I, I think the future really is, is how do we shine a much brighter spotlight on the winners. How do we make them more aware to Um, to their consumers? How do we help them differentiate themselves? Um, And part of that is by expanding the event, which would be a goal of ours to have maybe a couple of days um, of being, you know, in in a venue where you can actually have more discussion and more hands-on training and, and, um, but by some of these top innovators, but also to pivot and to do more of what you're doing, Justin, today. And that's, getting inspiring people through this podcast by by connecting with you know these visionaries connecting with um you know leaders steering committee members past winners and helping to tell their story because there's something that we can all learn from those stories and we're all locked down together so virtually is the best component right now to 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 be able to consume this
1: content absolutely that's um you know we were pretty fortunate um to have made that decision early on and you know certainly there was some disappointment about not having an event and and um you know how we were going to celebrate and then uh, obviously uh the world changed as we know it and and you know we, we didn't have to react to it we had already been planning for it and so you know this has been exciting this is one of the projects that came out of out of that you know planning um we're doing a video production as well. We have, you know, more robust uh, seal options for our, our finalists and our winners. And then, you know, uh, more social media, we're doing more, more things um, to give value to our winners. And I, I think uh, that was really exciting and, and it gave us the chance to kind of reflect and, and you know, see where, where there were opportunities to, to your point. You know shine that spotlight on on the folks that uh, are in our community so I, I think um you know that was certainly fortuitous you know for everybody
2: and we couldn't have done it without you and your team and and all the steering committee members and and friends and alumni of the edison awards and and i encourage all of them you know and and everybody who's listening out there to log into our website edisonawards.com i'd be willing to bet for every person that logs into that website, they can find a nugget of information from a past winner, um, from a steering committee member, um, or even from an Edison Achievement Award winner, you know, a business titan who has been recognized with this award. They can find a nugget of information that they can use or that they can pass along to a fellow innovator to make their lives that much better.
1: Absolutely. I, you know, and we'll be also launching a blog here shortly as well to kind of showcase and highlight some of those achievements and, you know, those um, commitments to innovation that folks have. Frank, it's been really a great pleasure having you on today. I I really appreciate it. I think uh, we should make this a a regular feature.
2: Whatever I can do to help Justin, I'm here. (laughs) And I appreciate you spending the time and I, and I wish you and your family well during, uh, during these times of uncertainty.
1: Thank you. Indeed. Thank you to all that are on the front lines, you know, fighting on our behalf and keeping uh, the population safe. So, you know, until next time, this has been the latest episode of inspiring minds. My name is Justin Starward. Thank you.
0: You have been listening to the inspiring minds podcast presented by the Edison awards. On behalf of our guest today and host, Justin Starbird, thank you for listening. Please share your feedback on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Edison Awards. If you have a great guest idea or want to share your inspiring story, please email Justin at justin at edisonawards.com for consideration. Thank you for listening to the Inspiring Minds podcast.